welcome to the Soul Shifts podcast. I'm your host, Amy, a women's mindset coach, a loud and proud Leo, and a manifesting generator. This podcast is here to help you go from surviving to thriving, so you can feel empowered, expanded, and show up with full flow energy. It's time to step back into the driver's seat, unlock your inner power, and activate your own soul shifts. So grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and let's get into the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Shifts podcast. I'm very excited for this episode. If you have seen the name already, it is all about feeling more revived, more energetic, just more in your full flow energy. And I absolutely love that. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. And I have five ways to share with you for you to be able to feel more revived in your life. So I know a lot of my listeners do suffer from chronic illness, some people suffer from burnout, some people just feel exhausted at the end of every night. Um, or you know, you might be a projector in your human design and you just feel like there's a lot going on and keeping on top of it all is a constant struggle and you're constantly feeling like you're living for the weekend or you're living for that holiday that you're looking forward to, you're living for everything, every time where you don't have to work, you know, you're living for your days off rather than just living day to day. You actually almost feel like you are just floating around, like taking each day as it comes, going through the motions and there's no real sense of feeling revived there, it is just getting through the day. And I fully get that. I have been there myself. I have felt like that a lot and I also know how to bring myself out of that state and into a state where I feel like I'm really doing well and I'm really feeling like I'm thriving in my life and I have the energy to keep going and I know where I want to spend my energy and I think that's a really important point where to spend your energy and I will be coming to that a little bit later. So let's get straight into the episode. So five ways to feel more revived in your life. So I also just want to share sort of the official definition of the word revived. So it is essentially to restore to life or consciousness or give new strength or energy to. And I absolutely love that because it's not it's not unrealistic. Everybody can feel more revived. If we focus on that second one, the give new strength or energy to, it's when you're feeling depleted, when you're feeling stuck, when you're feeling exhausted and you're feeling a little bit burnt out or your fatigue is flaring up or whatever it might be, you always want like that sense of feeling revived. You know, you want to feel like you've got new strength, new energy to keep going. And it's not just like to back to where it was. You want more of that. You want to be able to feel at your best again. You know, when you're in that slump, you want to be able to feel your best. That's something that we all want. You know, like, oh, if I just had, how many times do we say, if we just had one day or one weekend or one week where we could really just do everything that we needed to do, we'd feel so much better. If we just had a day to ourselves to do nothing, we'd feel so much better. And it's all coming back to this feeling of being revived. 
you know, we're in a slump and especially after the last couple of years, you know, the last couple of years have been really tough and I think all of us have kind of ended up in this burnt out slump of going through the same things every single day, day in, day out, you know, especially when we were on in lockdown and we couldn't really do anything different. You were just going through the motions, you were just surviving, you were just getting by. And now as we're coming out to that, I think there's a big um, energy of, you know, I want to thrive now. I don't want to just get by. I've spent the last two years just getting by and just going through the motions. And now I want to feel revived. I want to have this new energy, new strength to be able to move through life and get my goals and really enjoy it to its max. So that's the definition of revived, giving that new strength, new energy, um, and sort of regaining that life, that consciousness, that strength, you know? So it's not something new. We've had this before. We know this feeling. And actually a little exercise you could do um, before you go into all the other things is maybe just journaling on or thinking about when you have felt revived, you have felt sort of renewed and you have had that like full flow energy and that strength and you're thriving, how did that feel like? What were you doing? What surroundings did you have? What people did you have around you? What was your environment like? What were your beliefs at that time? You know, really reflecting on what that actually looked like and felt like for you in the past because we've all had it where we felt this like renewed sense of energy and freedom and strength and it's felt amazing. So just thinking about what that actually looked like and felt like for you in your life and then you know what you're gonna be working towards, you know? So if revive doesn't necessarily mean to you like getting back on track, what does, what does it mean to you? Does it mean that you're able to socialize with multiple groups of people multiple times a week? Does it mean that you can excel in your job or your business? Does it mean that you have the most um, nourishing, fulfilling relationship? What does it look like and mean for you? Um, for me, it is about, it's much more about the energy and being able to get up in the morning and feel motivated, inspired and and sort of empowered to do, to actually move forwards with my goals, to take the action, to, you know, do all the things that I know support me. Because I know when we, when I get into that slump, all those little things start to slip, you know, the journaling, the meditation, all the little self-care practices, they all kind of start to slip. So for me, feeling revived and feeling like I've got this fresh energy is being able to wake up and actually enjoying and wanting to do all of the things, but doing it in a much more balanced way, in a way that feels much better and much more intuitive for me. So just reflecting on what that actually looks like, feels like and means to you in your life, what does revived feel for you? And get clear on that. And um, that wasn't one of the five ways <laughs> to start feeling more revived. That was like a little bonus, a little bonus tip on um, what it, getting clear on what that means for you. Um, okay, so the first way to start feeling more revived, and this is so underrated, um, is literally just to take regular breaks and take time off to rest. So for example, yesterday morning, um, I woke up and I just felt, I had things that I needed to do in my business, I had a few calls in the afternoon, but I just wake up and I felt so depleted of energy. My fatigue was quite, um, it was playing up a little bit. Um, I had brain fog. It wasn't even like um, 
if I, I knew what I wanted to do, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Like I was looking at the to-do list and I was just thinking, I, I don't know how I'm going to get through this today. I don't, I don't know. I just have no ideas. I have no drive. I have no ambition today. And it was like the lack of energy and the fatigue had almost taken all of the sort of zest out of me if you will, it had kind of just sucked out the life of me and I just was looking at things like, ugh, I just don't want to do this. Like, I just don't want to do today. Um, now, in the past, I would have pushed through. I would have forced myself to keep going to, you know, get through, through the to-do list. I would have forced myself to attend the calls, do, you know, fulfil all of the, the um, responsibilities that I had that day. Um, and then I would have ended up feeling 10 times worse, if not more, later on in the week or the next week or later in the month or whatever. And I would have ended up like having a full on fatigue flare for those of you who have chronic illness as well. Or for those of you who experience burnout, I would have ended up feeling really, really burnt out and I just wouldn't have been able to do anything. So that was me a few years ago, but now I woke up and recognised that and... I did a couple of bits and pieces that really did need to get done that day. And then the rest of the day I just took off. I canceled the calls that I didn't need to, that I could, you know, and um, I was supposed to be doing an Instagram live. I just messaged the girl and said, I really, I'm really sorry. I just can't. And she fully understood. Um, I didn't go to the call in the evening that I was supposed to go to and chose, I will, I'll watch the replay instead, you know, and basically just take, took the whole day off with no guilt, no judgment, I didn't deny myself anything that I needed that day. Um, I took myself down to the sofa and I did a bit of cross-stitch. I watched some YouTube. I watched Tangled on the telly. <laughs> um, and this morning I've woken up with that renewed sense of energy. And something just as simple as cancelling all plans and ignoring a to-do list and just completely resting. Like I barely moved. Like physically, barely did anything. Mentally, barely did anything. Emotionally, I just journaled a little bit and got out whatever was on my mind and just then allowed myself to feel it and then moved on. And that was exactly what I needed yesterday because today I've woken up and I'm like, I feel fresh, I feel renewed, I feel revived and I feel like I now can move on with my week and do all of the things that I wanted to do. And yesterday, you know, again, a few years ago, if I'd done that, I would have been constantly stressing like, well, when am I going to do all of the other things that was on my to-do list? I need to rearrange this call. I need to rearrange the Instagram live. I need to work out when I'm going to do these to-dos and get them ticked off. And I didn't yesterday. I was like, you know what? They'll get done. I know and trust myself that I will get everything done when it needs to be done. I've done it enough times. I've proved to myself enough times that taking a day off is not going to completely derail me. Taking a day off is not going to destroy relationships with other people. It's not going to put me behind. It's not going to do anything negative. It's not going to have a negative impact on my life. It's only going to have a positive impact. Because now I can move on. I've, I feel that sense of new energy and new strength to be able to move on. So I have that energy to be able to put into those to-do lists that I missed yesterday. Whereas if I'd kept pushing and kept going then okay fine I might have been able to do something today or tomorrow but then by the weekend I probably would have crashed and then I wouldn't be able to do anything and then I would have ended up falling behind because that could have taken me up to a week two weeks to come through so 
Honestly, my biggest tip to feel more revived and more renewed and just that fresher sense of energy is to just take regular breaks, take time off to rest and give yourself radical permission to do that without guilt. Um, I've spoken before about if you're resting but feeling guilty about it, then you're not truly resting. Not mentally, because your head is somewhere else. Your head is still doing all the things. Your head is still hustling and working. So you need to rest without guilt, without judgment of yourself. And just do it full with, with full compassion, full love for yourself and your body and your capacity. And, and just take that moment to really allow yourself to feel and be and just, yeah, take a step back. So that is my first tip to feel more revived. Honestly, it's so underrated, but it does you the world of good. So if you're listening to this, be like, oh my God, I'm craving a rest day. Schedule it in. When are you going to do that? Are you going to do it today? Are you going to do it tomorrow? Is there a day next week where you can do it? And when I say a rest day, what I mean is don't have a day where you don't plan anything. So it might not be that you do nothing all day, but it might just be that you literally hour by hour decide what you're going to do. Okay, there's nothing on your to-do list. There's no um, responsibilities. There's no no calls, no meetings, no social events, anything like that. You just wake up and you take hour by hour. How do you, fan what do you fancy doing? What do you feel like doing? And just take it slowly and go with the flow on that day. All right, so the second way to start feeling a little bit more revived is just to simply reflect on whether you're living more in your masculine energy or in your feminine energy. And the reason for this is that if there's an imbalance, that's where you can often start to feel a bit more burnt out or fatigued. Um, so I realised yesterday that I was sort of living much more in my masculine. I was planning all the time. I was on the go. I was doing, 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 and I wasn't making space for just being. And so yesterday I almost tipped the scales and allowed myself to just be all day um, and just took it hour by hour, as I said before. Um, and now I feel like I've got that balance back again so I can move forwards. And there's always going to be times where you're in a bit of an imbalance between the two energies, you know, with that sort of like doing and working and hustle and getting the to-do list and the planning and the scheduling, all of that. There is a time and space for all of that. And then there's also the time and the place for sort of leaning back, allowing the flow, allowing your body to just be rather than to do you know, to just to be present rather than to do. So just reflect on sort of where you're spending a lot of your energy and a lot of your time, because equally, if you're spending too much time in the fem feminine and you're not planning your time and you're not setting the boundaries and you're not having a schedule, then that can, it's not quite the same as burnout, but you can almost get to a point of like a fatigue of, I just don't have any direction in my life. Like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how I'm spending my time. Everything's just kind of like flowing past me and I, I'm not really like conscious about it. So you can almost end up in that sense as well. And then you end up in that fatigue and that's quite difficult to get out of as well because introducing those plans, those schedules, those boundaries and things like that into that can be quite intimidating at first. But tipping the scales again can be really helpful in finding that um, sense of balance. Um, all right, so the third way 
to help you feel a little bit more revived in your life is to make time for things that you love to do and not just the things that you need to do. Such a big one. How many of us are spending our times like, okay, I need to do X, Y, Z, I need to clean the house, I need to do the washing, I need to cook tea, I need to go to this meeting, I need to see this person, I need to run that errand, I need to, I need to, I need to, I need to. Or I should be doing this, I should be doing that. How many of us are spending all our energy in the shoulds and the needs rather than I really want to do this or I desire to do this? I feel like doing this. You know, I really feel like spending an hour meditating and journaling this morning. I really feel like spending an hour in the bath just reading my book. I really desire to go for a long walk in nature for a couple of hours on a Sunday afternoon. How many of us are spending more time worrying about what we need to do and what we should be doing rather than what we actually want to be doing? And again, there's a time and the place for both of those. But if we're not making any time for the things that we love, you know, our hobbies, our interests, if we're not making any time for those things, we can start to experience burnout because we're like, what are we living for? We're living for all these things that I have to do and I need to do, but I don't really want to do. Like, I don't want to do washing every day. I need to, because otherwise I'd have no clothes to wear. But that's a balance between I'm going to do the washing, but then I'm going to sit with a cup of tea and read a magazine, you know? And it's not that, again, you can't have, it's like the feminine and the masculine. You can't have all one and none the other. It doesn't matter which way you go, because if you do all the things that you love to do, then you're not going to get anything that's like, that you don't really want to do, but you need to do done. So then you're not going to move forward, you know? But it's just making time for the things that you love to do because I think I found this in 2021. I really didn't prioritise my own hobbies. Um, and I was having a conversation with my husband a few weeks ago, um, sort of beginning of the new year, just sort of saying, I don't feel like there's anything that, like I don't really have a creative outlet that's not my business. And when I first started my business, it was like a little side hobby and that was great. But now I'm running it as a business, you know, it is work. Yes, I enjoy it, but it still work. Um, and I was saying, I don't really have anything that's like a nice creative outlet that has no, you know, I just do for me. Like I just do because. There is, there is no end goal. It's just because I enjoy to do it. So in January, I started bringing back my cross stitch, which I have neglected for <laughs> nearly a year. Start bringing my cross stitch back and that is just so peaceful and relaxing for me and I love to do it and it really helps and supports me with then doing the things that I need to do. Um, I've also ordered a new planner and um, for anybody who doesn't know I used to do like decorative planning so I get sticker kits and I it's almost like memory planning so I have my planner for actually planning ahead but this is then going back on the week that I've just had and sort of writing everything out that I did so it's just almost a sense of like journaling scrapbooking with stickers and a beautiful planner and that kind of thing I don't really know how else to describe it but again that's just for me so I've ordered a few bits and pieces to get back into that um just find the little things the little hobbies that you can do just for you for nobody else just for you because you enjoy them and that's all that matters and that leads me on to number four. If you haven't got any of those things that you love to do, then try out new things. That's the fourth way to feel more revived. 
try out new things. Try cooking a different meal. Try a new hobby that you've heard so-and-so talk about but you've never really thought about yourself. Watch a new film. Try a new restaurant. Try out new things. Even just like doing, adding a few new bits and pieces to your weekly shopping so that you can try a different lunch or a different dinner. You know, something really simple as like that. It can fill you up or, you know, try a new routine, try a new journaling prompt, try a different meditation. Just changing your life up a little bit. Now, if you're someone that doesn't massively like change, doing something small and sort of inconsequential can still give you that sense of like revived energy without you having to like change your whole life. For me, I'm very much like, I love to change the furniture in my rooms. I love to change, um, like buy new bedding or get like, um, do a bit of a clothes shop and buy some new clothes. Or, you know, I'm, I love, I love change. And I feel like we recently changed around our living room and our kitchen. We swapped a few things around and that just gave me the biggest boost because I went downstairs in the morning. I was like, oh my God, I love how this looks. I love how this feels. You know, we've now got a proper little coffee station in the corner, which I don't even drink coffee, but that gives me so much, <laughs> so much enjoyment. I just love it. <laughs> um, you know, all of the little things, trying a new book, trying whatever it is, trying a new TV show. I love change and I know not everybody does. My husband is not as big a fan as change um, as I am, but the little things you can do and it really does give you a boost of energy, which is really what we're all here for. Um, and then finally, number five is to prioritise the different rituals and self-care practices that support you. So if you're feeling like you're in a bit of a slump and you feel like um, you're going through the motions, just reflect on how you're spending your time. Are you making time for the things that you normally do when you're feeling really good? The journaling, the meditation, the movement, the eating well, all of those little healthy habits. Are you making time for all of those? Or are you kind of neglecting them? Because I find that I am best at doing all of those when I'm feeling good. And then as soon as I start to not feel good, those start to slip. So then I feel worse, those start to slip more. And it's a bit of a cycle. So it's getting yourself out of that cycle because those different rituals and practices aren't just there for when you're feeling good. They're there for when you're feeling low as well. They're there for that pick me up as well. Therefore, the dissension as well as the ascension, you know? So if you're only journaling when you're feeling the top of your game, then your journal's not really going to be working for you because it's not getting deep enough to actually support you with your limiting beliefs and your mindset blocks and all the rest of it. Where if you're journaling every day without fail or every week without fail, regardless of how you feel, you're going to get much more out of that practice. And the self-care practices, if you're only taking your makeup off and doing your skincare routine and having like a luxurious long bath and all of those things when you're feeling good and you're feeling luxurious and you're feeling bougie and you're feeling confident and empowered and all of those things, then of course, when you're not doing those things, you're going to start feeling worse because you're associating doing those things with feeling good. So you need to start doing them when you don't feel good. So that gives you that boost, that gives you that pick me up, you know? I used to have a um, habit of every Sunday afternoon, I would have a long luxurious bath and I would like exfoliate my whole entire body. I would put like body moisturizer on everywhere. Like I do the works, you know, like females, you're with me here, like you do everything. 
And I would do that every Sunday afternoon, regardless of how I felt. And that's something I've got out of the habit of doing. And I would love to get back into that. And I know how much I felt better after doing that. And it would really set me up for the week. But now I'm not doing that. It's like adding something else in. But think about what the what the long-term benefits are going to be. So what are you not doing when you're feeling low and when you're feeling burnt out and you're feeling depleted that you should or not even should, that you could be doing, that you want to be doing? Journaling and meditation are my two. If I'm not journaling every day, I start to notice. If I'm not meditating, even for five minutes, I start to notice. Now, I don't do like... um like a 20 minutes meditation or something every morning, what I try and do is take sort of regular five minutes throughout the day to just sit. It's not even a meditation really, it's more breath work, but whatever. To just sit and be with my thoughts and focus on my breath. So what is it that you can do at the top of your game and at the bottom of your game to help you? All right, my loves. So let me just very quickly go over those five ways. So the first one was to take regular breaks and time off to rest. Number two was to reflect on if you're living in the more masculine or the more feminine energy and start to find more of a balance between the two. Number three was to make more time for things that you love to do, not just the things that you need to do. Number four was to try new things or have a bit of change in your life, change things up a little bit. And number five was to prioritise those different rituals and self-care practices that you know support me that you might have slipped as you've gone into that um, depleted energy um, mode. I hope you really enjoyed this episode and you got something out of it. Please do let me know by DMing me on Instagram um, if what your main takeaways were and what, what really resonated you from this episode. Um, and other than that, I will see you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening today, lovely. I hope this episode was everything you needed to create your own soul shifts today. And if it was, I would love to know. You can connect with me on Instagram at amysorns or check out the links in the show notes below to see how we can work together going forwards. I love and appreciate you so much and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.